Hey, what is going on, my beautiful people? We are back with podcast number four, podcast episode number four. And number three was the non-perfect guide, which was, if you're just tuning in, if you did not catch number three, go back and listen to episode number three. It was just a couple of topics from my book that is on Amazon.com called The Non-Perfect Guide to Parenting. So the first part, we were going to do a roundtable talk. And I was going to have like a couple parents. We was going to talk about like older school parenting versus newer school, modern parenting. Then I decided to do a second episode with that. However, that did not work out. So I'm still here with a part two. And I'm going to touch on about three more topics from the book. And again, my book is called The Non-Perfect Guide to Parenting. You can go to Amazon.com and put in Brittany Price. Or you can simply type in the title, The Non-Perfect Guide to Parenting. And it should pop up. Thank you for the support. I appreciate you. So, here we are. And again, the intro. Well, I got the intro program early. Energy matters. Talk, talk, and listen. I think I went over that in the last one. So, I'm going to pick three topics again to speak on. And the first one will be talk, talk, and listen. This is one of the things I speak on in the book. And just to elaborate just a little bit, talk, talk, and listen. What I mean by talk, talk, and listen, when I originally thought of it, I thought of me being a kid and we always being sponges to our parents. You know, we're always soaking up everything around us. We're always the ones listening. We're always looking. That's how we're learning. And we feel like as kids, we always listening. We're always listening, but we never have a voice or we never are able to just say, I think that's wrong. You know, and most of our, most of our, most of our communities, you know, whatever the parents says goes, you cannot say nothing back. You're going to get whooping. Shut up, sit down. And as a kid, I started thinking that, like, that is how it's mostly. That's that's majority of the time that is how it goes. That's how it goes majority of the time. So I was thinking as an adult with my own kid now, I never would, I, I would never deprive my baby of her voice. I, I feel like it is essential for her to tell me how she's feeling. It's essential for me to know how she's feeling. It is essential for her to always feel like, and no matter what the situation is, I can come and say something to my mother without her saying, shut up and sit down. Because she is important. Like I said, they are sponges. They soak up so many things. They're steady to listen. They're like almost like our little counselors. They're always listening to us. And never do we sit back and say, you know what, let me listen to us. So when my baby get out of daycare every day, I ask her, what did she do today? What did she learn? How was her day? And then she'll get to talking. Some days she'll talk more than others. But for the most part, that is a thing I do every day. And I mean, whatever situation it is, if she say somebody hit her, she come to me and just say something. Even if I feel like she probably could be telling the field because she's in that little stage where she's just talking, she still needs to be heard and I need to make sure that I listen to her no matter what she is talking about whether she's right or wrong I should listen to her so we're always talking we're always talking we're always the ones that's supposed to be right because we're the parents but we also should listen to 
they listen to us all day we should listen to these kids as well so that's what i talk about in the book and i go a little bit more in depth just a little bit but it's definitely important parents listen to your kids listen to your kids don't just be the one talking all the time because in order for you to be a great talker you have to be a great listener that is my first topic so the second topic we will talk about hmm we will go into heal and deal and this is definitely directed heal and deal well when you are healing and when you are dealing you know you are did you go through so much with this process you go through so much with this process and for a lot of people if you are new with the process of mother or father there will be so many ups and downs there will be so many things that you are trying to figure out and you will not feel like you know anything you will feel lost you don't know if you're doing certain things right but to be honest with you you know there is no guide to this I know my book is called The Non-Perfect Guides to Parenting. But there is no guide to parenting. I mean, everybody learns from trial and error. You might see something your parents did. You might not want to do it that way. It's, it really is to each his own. Most people, like I said, they learn through trial and error. Or they continue the traditional way. This is what my mother did. This is what I'm going to do. So, I will say... I will say there is no guide to this. However, I'm going to speak on healing deal from the book. What made me speak on healing deal was I had an emergency C-section. Okay, and I already had a cut prior to that. I had my left ovary taken out some years prior to that. So, I was, I was cut on the same line twice. And then... You know, I didn't want that. I wanted to push, but my baby heart rate started dropping as soon as her father left out of the room. And then as soon as it started dropping, they said, tell him to come back, and we're going back. They put the block on me, and we headed on back. You know, so I had an emergency C-section. But what I will say with healing deal, you know, as as women, as fathers, as mothers, as men, that this process is very... This is a very trying process with parenthood because there's so many things going on with the woman. Like, I had a C-section, so it's a, they say you need a little more time to heal. Some women push naturally. Sometimes things happen with them. They have setbacks. You know, after postpartum, you have so many things going on with you. But you un, you, you need to understand that it will all pull together. With healing deal, I spoke on money. I spoke on time. And I spoke on weight. And so we're going to touch on the weight part just a little bit because I do want you to understand you don't need to go rushing. You don't need to go looking for the look. And that's on the Instagram and the Facebooks and the social media. There is no look. There is no time to bounce back from pushing out a complete human being. Okay. You you pushed out or you either a human being came out of you. You know what? Like I said, I was cut. Some people push. Some people have babies naturally with no medicine or no anything. You need the time. Do not rush and think about a job real quick and how you're going to make more money. I know it's on your mind. I know it's on your mind. Your mind going 100 miles per hour. 
but it's so important to heal mentally just take all this in and don't rush yourself don't rush yourself about weight don't go ordering size clothes because i started ordering large clothes and i breastfed for three months almost pretty much three months and that weight started dropping off me like i was 10 months and i had large clothes and extra large clothes that i had no idea what i still had some of those pieces because I rushed and ordered clothes thinking I wasn't going to lose the weight. But I was, the only thing was on my mind was, I got to get this weight up. I gained a total of 71 pounds pregnant. I've gained a total of 71 pounds. That's correct. So, please do not go rushing about that. Don't go rushing about, I got to find a job. I got to get more money. You really need to relax and heal mentally this is and emotionally because you already hormonal you just had a baby you have to understand that we are dealing with the task at hand being a mother being a new father you know that is a task at hand being the best you can be giving that kid good energy right now as it stands don't worry about money don't worry about I don't know how I'm going to do this. I don't know how I'm going to lose this. Don't worry about that right now. You will stress yourself out. Okay? Heal and deal. Heal with the time. Let the time pass by. But right now, the task at hand is your kid. And that's for mothers and that's for fathers. Okay? So, the third topic. I like how I like it. I like the, the ideas that I came with up with in this um book so the third topic we're gonna say we're gonna talk about loyal to dysfunction that is one of the, one of the things i speak on in this book and loyal to dysfunction somebody probably get that and say hmm loyal to dysfunction well what i meant by loyal to dysfunction is we have been brought up so long with so many traditional ways of thinking or shall I say program ways of thinking? You are the parent. You set the tone. You are in control. And the ways that you are used to, I mean, whether it's a whipping, whether it's, like I said, you don't have a voice, whether it's, don't do this, don't do that, I'm going to beat you, I'm going to do this, you have to understand now you are in the driver's seat. You are in the driver's seat. Whatever you felt like was dysfunction when you were growing up, because we we had a lot of things that were dysfunction. A lot of things are not normal that we used to seeing as kids. A lot of things are not normal as 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 we grew up and the things that we saw around us, the environment. A lot of those things are not normal. I mean, me personally, I come from I I've, I'm from Central City Projects. So imagine all the things that you've seen as kids and were exposed to. A lot of that stuff is not normal so we here we out here loyal to dysfunction and what i mean by that we're loyal to the things that are not normal we're loyal to the things that has not pushed us forward as a people has not pushed us forward as a culture that will not probably push you forward and we'll sit and continue to do those things because it's tradition that's what we were taught we're programmed with that mindset to feel like beat your kid every time they do something beat your kid right now go beat them right now so you grow up and then you pass it down to your kid when you have kid beat him every time. My mama beat me every time. And then you're the next, oh, I'm beating her every time. I'm finna beat her now. Every situation is not cause for a whipping. Every situation does not cause for your kid getting screamed at and yelled at. Every situation does not cause for that. 
Because what you're doing, you're that, that, that kid's voice at a younger age. You're programming that kid at a younger age. Whatever it is you put in that kid's mind, they will carry that on and they will keep carrying that on. And then they will do the same thing to so their kid. These are cycles that we have to break that we continuously just keep letting drag and drag and drag and drag and drag. Generation after generation. Somebody has to break the curse. Somebody has to understand that dysfunction is not, is, is, is not normal. We are loyal to dysfunction. We are loyal to doing things because it's tradition and we don't want to do the work to come out of tradition because it takes work. It's not easy to break a cycle or change something that has been going on for years. But we have to pull our bootstraps up and we have to do the work because we cannot keep passing down these cycles of dysfunction to these kids thinking certain stuff is normal and it's not normal and it's not going to get you anywhere. It's not going to make us think different. And when we think different, we see things different and we take a different approach and we have to place that upon these kids. Can't be loyal to dysfunction. And we've been loyal to dysfunction for a long time. So you understand that as a new parent, as a new father, as a new mother, make sure you customize parenthood your own way. Make sure if it was something that as a kid you were not comfortable with, make sure you change it. Do not just keep going with tradition because it's, oh, I got to I gotta make sure I cook it this way because this is how my mama used to cook You don't have to cook it that way because this is how your mama used to cook it. You won't die. You won't get a whipping. You are grown. Do what you need to do. Do what you need to do to suit your parenthood and your parenting style. And it does not have to be tradition. It does not have to be a, a traditional dysfunction, a dysfunctional way. So understand that as parents, you are in control. And if it's something that you did not like as a kid, you definitely need to change it. You definitely need to change that. So that is the last topic, Lloyd, to dysfunction. I don't want to be too long. I'm already at, I believe, 13 minutes. So that is part two of The Non-Perfect Guy. I appreciate whoever listened to part one, which was episode three. Here's episode four. The next episode, we will be back next Thursday. We will be back next Thursday. Y'all make sure y'all go to Amazon.com and get the book, The Non-Perfect Guy to Parenting. I really appreciate it because I've been getting so much love. So, so much love. And one of these up-and-coming episodes, we're going to do a roundtable talk. We're going to do a roundtable talk, and I'm going to have a couple girls that I know and get some different perspectives because I originally supposed to did it this episode. But things don't always work out the way you plan them. So coming up, we are going to do a roundtable talk. We got a lot of stuff going on. A lot of people are busy, so I'm trying to grab some people, and they're working overtime so you know make that money it's a lot of great things happening for a lot of people around me i can say that however make sure y'all go to amazon.com and get the book the non-perfect guide to parenting i appreciate y'all for listening i appreciate y'all for listening we will be back next week with episode number five peace